0: the end of the day, we will not see full wholeness until we are with the Father. Until then, we are going to constantly be in a in a, in a a state of being molded and shaped and, and worked on um, to continue this process of becoming whole. We're going to have moments where we win. We're going to have moments that we lose. But the ultimate goal is to be growing in Christ, to be moving forward, to allow Him into those places that You know, sometimes we try to hide or we try to avoid. Hey, good people. Welcome to another episode of Becoming the One Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Amanda Ross. And today I'll be chatting it up with y'all solo for this episode. I'm super excited to hop in And I want to just take a moment to say thank you to everyone who has been watching our podcast. You guys, today is the kickoff of season three. Can you believe we've been doing this for three seasons? I remember when this was just like a simple concept that we were talking about, we were kind of going back and forth on, but to see you guys actually respond and listen and give feedback and truly engage with our content is such a blessing to myself, to our team and the whole entire staff. So if this is your first time watching Becoming The One Podcast, make sure that you go back and watch old episodes, okay? We have some juicy episodes from emotional purity to episodes about submission, always being a bridesmaid, and so many other topics that really matter for people who are in a single season. So, today's episode, I'm really excited to talk to you about the topic of wholeness. Today's episode is about the four lies we believe about being whole. But before I get into the episode, I just want to take a moment to just say, it's been a real couple of weeks in America, guys. I am a black woman. I have Black brothers, Black sisters, a Black mother, a Black father, and most of our staff here at TLU is Black. So <laughs> these past few weeks have just been difficult and heavy, not just for Black people, for other people as well, but in particular, it's been extra difficult to be Black the, fast, the last few weeks from seeing the just brutal video of George Floyd losing his life, hearing the voicemail of Breonna Taylor, seeing the video of Amaya Aubrey, seeing the video of Amy Cooper intentionally lying on a Black man um, in Central Park. It's just been a rough time. And I would love to come on here and have the perfect words to say to you, but I don't have them. What I do have is this new revelation about God really meeting us where we are. I think that in these past couple of weeks, as this news has been processed and things have happened, I've just kind of gone through so many different emotions. I've been angry. I've been sad. I've been low. I've been filled with rage. I've been just grieved, you know, just so many different emotions. I'm a Black woman, but I'm also a Christian. And I'm also friends with many people of other races. So there's almost like this tug of war of the different parts of me. And I think on social media, there's a lot of judgment right now when people are trying to find the right words to say. And why didn't you say this? And why didn't you post this? And it should sound like this. And we should be doing this. And we should be doing that. And it can just be extremely overwhelming because the truth of the matter is that we all are experiencing this in real time, y'all. We all are hurting. We all are grieved. And at the end of the day, nobody knows the answer but the Lord. Nobody has the right solution but the Lord. So I just wanted to take a moment to just, like, come to you and say, number one, I get it. I understand what you're going through. It's been hard. It's been difficult. I don't think I've ever cried so much. Um, And... and (laughs) I mean, I just don't think I've ever cried so much. Um, I don't think I've ever been so conflicted just within myself so much. I don't think I've ever been so grieved before um, than I am now. And I think that the mix of the pandemic and the videos and just every, it's just been real. Huh. <sighs> but again, I just want you guys to know, and I just want to encourage you with the thing that I've been holding on to, which is that the lord will meet us where we are. If you're angry right now, God can meet you there. If you're sad, he can meet you there. If you're grieved, he can meet you there. If you are frustrated, he can meet you there. If you don't know what to do, he can meet you there. If you're you're anxious or you're you're fearful, he can meet you there. So I think in this time it's important for us to be honest about how how we feel. It's important for us to talk to the people who are closest to us about the issues that are before us. It's important for us to figure out the way that we feel we are called to be involved. It's important for us to honor these lives and and just take in the reality that these are real lives that have been lost and that we do have a responsibility to do something about it and to get involved and to, you know, be a part of the solution. But at the same time, we also have a right to grieve and be sad and have a moment in process. So I just want you to know that everyone here at Becoming the One podcast is praying for you. We see you. We do believe that Black Lives Matter. We support it. We champion it. And we love you. Um, and yeah, y'all, it's, It's a, um, it's an interesting time, but just know that God is still with us in the midst of all of this. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about the four biggest lies that people believe about being whole. As we were talking about season three, we really wanted to kind of dive into some heart and soul matters. I know a lot of our other episodes have been funny or you know very direct but for this series on wholeness we really want to dig into heart and soul right and we all know we've heard the term wholeness we've heard it used in in church culture we've heard it used outside of church culture it's the pursuit of wholeness are you whole what do you do to be whole what does it mean to be whole there's just like all these different definitions and all these different philosophies about the concept of wholeness So what we want to do over the next four weeks is just walk you through the four lies that people believe about wholeness. Today, I'm going to just give you an overview of each one, but the episodes following this one will deep dive into some very healthy and necessary conversation about these four lies. So let's get into it. Lie number one, guys, is that you can heal yourself. You can heal yourself. I remember seasons where I actually believed this lie that I could heal myself, that I didn't need to involve God, that I had gotten myself into this type of hurt and pain and this type of damage. And I needed to figure out how to get myself out of it. And, you know, I just needed to, I just needed to fix this. Like this is my fault. I need to fix it. I need to do something about it. I can't put this pressure on anyone else. This is like all on me. But at the end of the day, guys, we cannot heal ourselves. Healing only comes through Christ. And it doesn't matter how much we try, no matter what we do or the things that we pursue to try to make us feel better or whatever. Healing only comes through Christ. Lie number two is that your dirty past destroys your future. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that have said to me, "Amanda, if you knew my story, you wouldn't you wouldn't believe that God loved me. If you knew my story, you wouldn't believe that the Lord had a purpose on my life. If you knew what I used to do and who I used to be, like, you would not be sitting up here saying that the Lord has called me to do great things." So many people believe that their past disqualifies them from the future that the Lord promises to us all. And y'all, that is one of the enemy's biggest lies to try to get us to believe this story that the gospel is, you know, whatever you give is what you get. No, it's the exact opposite. We get so much that we don't deserve. And sometimes accepting that can be a lot, but your past does not destroy your future. I'm super excited to dive into that episode. I think that conversation is going to be necessary for so many people. Lie number three is you can't identify wholeness in another person. So, so many people are kind of on this philosophy of like, well, everybody's on their own journey. Everybody's on their own process. Like, I can't judge nobody. And while to a certain extent that is true, when you're dating someone, you do need to see some signs that they are being made whole through Christ. You need to see some signs that they are dying to themselves. You need to see some signs that they are in a posture of submission to what the Lord wants to do in their life and how He wants to change them. You can tell a lot about where a person is by how they treat other people, how they treat you, how they talk, how they treat themselves. So there are certain identifiers that you can look for to see if the person that you're dating or even people that you're in friendship with are in a process of allowing God to make them whole. And lie number four, guys, is that wholeness has no arrival point. Wholeness has no arrival point. Or this this concept of like, you will arrive, right? So I think that so many people are looking for like this moment of like, I'm whole, that's it. I'm whole. Now I'm whole. But wholeness like, you will arrive is a lie, okay? The fact that so many people think they will arrive to this point where, like, they've done all the work and they've done all the things, and now, like, no temptation is, you know, going to tempt them. No, it doesn't matter what it is or whatever. Like, I'm just at this place where I am fixed and I am whole and nothing can ever, you know what I'm saying, take me out of this place. Like, Wholeness is not perfection. And I think so many of us have bought into the lie that to be whole means to be perfect. So we're saying prayers, God, make me whole, God, heal me. But honestly, in our hearts, we're saying, God, make me perfect, God, perfect me, like make me perfect, make it to where I am like the perfect model and I am all things right and all things together and all things perfected. But that's not a realistic goal. There will never be a day where you arrive at a point of perfection. So you guys, that was kind of just like a simple overview of the four lies that we're going to be talking about this season. Lie number one is that you can heal yourself. You cannot. Lie number two is your dirty past destroyed your future. It absolutely did not destroy your future. Lie number three is you can't identify wholeness in another person. Actually, you can. Lie number four is that you will arrive at a place of just being Fully whole, and at the end of the day, we will not see full wholeness until we are with the Father. Until then, we are going to constantly be in a in a in a state of being molded and shaped and and worked on um, to continue this process of becoming whole. We're gonna have moments where we win. We're gonna have moments that we lose. But the ultimate goal is to be growing in Christ, to be moving forward, to allow him into those places that, you know, sometimes we try to hide or we try to avoid. So thank you all so much for tuning in. Listen, what you want to do is make sure that you subscribe to this podcast because as these episodes come out, I don't want you to miss a thing. I want you to know firsthand when these episodes are coming out and when they're releasing on whatever platform you're listening. So make sure that you subscribe to us. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Spotify and Google Play. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast and we'll see you next week for another episode of Coming the One.